You're listening to Out of the Box, a place for marketers to get inspired, get going, and break out of the box. So welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Out of the Box, the marketing podcast exploring out-of-the-box approaches to marketing and growth. Today on the show, we have Vincent Wu, who is the CEO of one of the leading news apps out there today, Newsbreak. Vincent, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So I, I've, I've mentioned you're the C, COO of Newsbreak, uh, which is actually the, the number one news app today. Um, but you've actually, you have an interesting sort of career history. You've been managing operations and growth for online news publications for many years. You were head of operations at Huffington Post, head of operations for the news division of Oath, um, and also around operations at AOL. Um, so with that pedigree, um, how have you sort of seen growth marketing and strategy change over time um, as you've been in the industry? Yeah, I've seen uh, through my career, I've been working into uh, many different uh, media companies and growth and, and many uh, companies that actually call it audience development, right? Um, it's, a, it's a very important part of the operation. And I ran uh, in all my roles, including my role right now in Newsbreak, I ran all this like uh, audience development work. One thing I've seen interesting and things are changing is that um, the growth objective is actually very changing too. In the past, like five mm-hmm. years, right? Um, it's like in the past. I think in the very early, like early 2013, 14, I think people are thinking about growth on audience development. It's simply just bringing more users to your website, mm-hmm. your property, right? And it, I think it's at that time it's too early to tell what's the actual kind of uh, uh, the loyalty, the retention, and sort of like the quality of the of the user. It's more about the number, mm-hmm. right? How many UV, how many pages you can actually bring to your websites? Um, because especially at that time, the website actually doesn't have too much like kind of like uh, fun knowing, right? Mm-hmm. The subscriber, the VIPs, or sort of like the actual loyal user people just most of the time they're competing on the com score and see how big is their mm-hmm. audience. So, so I think I think things change a lot. Of course, uh, during all the years, especially when Facebook and all these social platforms joined the game. I think starting from 2014, 2015, and people started to realize that, um, uh, of course, those social platforms and tech platforms has very big power in terms of driving audiences. Uh, so meanwhile, I, th- I, th- I think the growth tactics and strategy and media company also change along the path um, toward more like from the volume game to more like actual like high quality sort of a loyal audience development. So it's mm-hmm. like starting with the visitors, and then uh, some of them like the target becoming to convert them to be a newsletter subscribers. Um, some of them converting to an app downloads, uh, app user, and then and then eventually a lot of uh, I, I can see a lot of uh, uh, media companies starting to build their like pay subscribers or some sort of even free subscribers, some kind of like sh- the, the, the bottom of the funnel. So mm-hmm. that's something. It's very um, you know the trend right now. It's Everyone, I think now, including Newsbreak, including I think my previous employer, they're all focusing on um, the, not just the acquisitions on the top top of the funnel, but also how to how to move the users uh, in, in terms of growth through the funnel, eventually arriving to the bottom of the funnel about a truly loyal user, a regular user in the long term. Mm. And and kind of what you've described now is is in many ways um i think where everyone wants to be is is in a sense sort of like a digital first media company maybe even uh mobile first but in in a sense you've witnessed um the collision of media and technology firsthand um over your career um 
how sort of what's your take on how media companies can kind of survive in in tomorrow today or tomorrow's world right everyone talks about how news is in trouble um and and kind of publishing the publishing industry is in trouble um you guys aren't <laughs> so how do you what's your take on on how kind of news and media companies can can survive and succeed yep sure um i think i think it's it's uh, it's almost a consensus right now media or news is struggling i think it's already struggling we'll continue to struggle I think uh, there are many uh, reasons for that. I think, of course, I think it's, it's a fact that uh, one of the key factors is like the disruption by the tech companies, right? The tech platform, Google, Facebook, Twitter. Um, but my, I think my uh, long-term observations and my, you know, my own experience, I, I don't believe media or news will die or say in the long term, I don't think the prediction that media will become just a dependent now the tech season, right? So it's like, I think a lot of people are saying, hey, maybe the media company eventually just become a dependent of those tech platforms and tech platforms will drive everything from user like content creation. Like, of course, the media company will essentially just become a content creator without their own brand and own property, just like relying on um, tech, tech companies that, that, that like Google or Facebook-ish type of platform. Um, to survive, and then and then the platform would drive everything from like audience development, monetizations, like a lot of like product experience. I actually don't believe that. Um, I don't think I don't think that's a healthy and stable, um, you know, uh, situation or sort of like the end end situation of the media industry. Um, I think to some extent, I, I believe like content is king, right? Um, of course, people mm-hmm. argue content is also a commodity. I agree to, to it too. It's so right now it's a bit. The content supply is it's a lot. There's so many, many supply of the content and platform, um, tech company and tech platform. Usually, you only see a definite number of platform, and that's the, I think, is the core of the dynamic right now. Is there's so many supply on the content side, but the platform actually dominates a lot of things is through the process. But on the other side, I don't believe that because because I think the platform also realized that without actual high quality content creation without enabling the the media and news companies to develop their brand and actually have their own property this is not a sustainable uh uh long-term visions like like i think eventually that's that's very dangerous to to go that direction so my personal prediction there are two i think there are two predictions going on um that from my observations one is uh, I believe there's like big brands, big, uh, big, big news brand, big media brands. Um, there will be some industry consolidation and they will still like, I think in the past, like they try to uh, form some consortium or sort of some group to mm-hmm. back better like negotiation power with like platforms. I think that trend will still continue. And eventually I think there will be some of the big brands, big groups, they will form those like uh, consortium to actually um Become part. They they will also become a platform too. So uh, I I would I would imagine there will be more platforms coming out from um, those big brands and big media companies. <clears throat> on on the other side, another prediction from mine is that on the on the business model, I don't believe in um, right now. Quite a few um, media company, news company are trying the pay subscription model. I personally don't mm-hmm. believe in that. Will that will help the industry? But uh, especially for that, that, that may help for the entertainment side, like Netflix type of content, right? But for the news industry, I don't believe it that we totally save the world. Um, cause at the end of the day, I don't, I don't think most of the consumer would be 
willing to pay for just news, right? Um, so that's especially digital news. How should news companies monetize then? I, I think it's. Uh, I think the answer could be some kind of um, um, sharing economy model. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, platform will help, but the platform shouldn't be just like I take over everything. I take. Uh, people, for example, no, 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 just like taking Facebook as example. Right now, I think that most of the media companies, their concern is if they build too much content on Facebook and the user will eventually just like recognize the Facebook brand and then they would just go to Facebook um, to find the content, which is already happening, right? Um, I think the answer should be some sort of sharing economy model. The platform, yeah, provides some kind of content infrastructure content, the sort of content sourcing, the how, how develop content, the tools to, to help media company develop the content, the tool to help media company to uh, find the audience and, of course, monetize the audience. But that model should be uh, more like an infrastructure play. It's more like providing all the tool and all the necessary um, uh, services for you. But, but the media company should still build their brands to have the property and actually the consumer wouldn't find that the, there, there's actually a platform behind that. Um, so they were still kind of, I'm still going to a news website called XYZ and I'm still like viewing ads on it. I'm still like consuming the content on it. But but that platform is essentially uh, lowering all the operating costs of, of the media industry because now the big company, small company, one of the biggest challenge of them is their operating costs is very high. The content creation costs is high, the infrastructure is high, the CMS, um, uh, the marketing costs, like the audience development costs is high. So how, how do you sort of like apply this like very successful uh, sharing economy model that's on the other industry, like the hospital- hospitality industry, um, the transportation industry, and, and the music industry too, right, to the news industry? I think it's one of the predictions that I, I have here. So uh, let's let's talk a little little bit more specifically about Newsbreak. Um, what does your your COO, um, presumably that includes quite a lot, what does your role actually entail um, and how does it connect to growth? How does growth strategy fit in with other uh, functions or activities that you oversee like revenue, product marketing, etc.? I at Newsbreak, um, Newsbreak essentially is a tech and uh, engineer, uh, engineering and product driven company. I joined the Newsbreak about two years ago. Uh, I run I saw the opportunity to join the team to help them to develop the business arm of it. Basically, anything not directly like tied to engineering and process so that could entail a lot of things. Right, growth is one thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of BD content. I spend a lot of time in content um, and and all the other like business functions. Uh, one thing I have to point out is like Newsbreak has pretty unique culture and structure here. Is that we don't necessarily. Uh, like many other uh, company, we have a, a, a department or teams like, oh, I'm running this, you're running that. We are very mm-hmm. flat and we are very project oriented. So one thing I, I, I see and very find it very enga- uh, um, intriguing and actually I, I believe is one of the success factors in Newsbreak, why we, we uh, achieved so much growth in the past two years is that we have very dynamic culture. So basically we are project-based and growth mm-hmm. is one of the key um, part of it but growth is also integrating it with each of the projects so it's for us it's more like a growth product content monetizations operations everything tied to it together every component of the consumer life cycle is tying to each uh together in different type of projects 
So that's mm-hmm. op- sort of the operating model here that we don't necessarily have. There's a growth team just doing like uh, uh, user acquisitions or organic growth. Oh, there, and then there's a model. We, we don't actually separate it like that. It's more like a very dynamic culture and dynamic model that is, I think, is working pretty well uh, for us to to get for growth. Of course, like getting the audience, but more importantly, is actually how to um, you know retain the audience, grow the audience, and then of course monetize the audience. Mm-hmm. And and it, it does seem to be working well. Uh, you guys are hugely successful. You're the number one news app on on iOS and Android. Um, and ahead of also all the major publications, right, with, you know, strong historical uh, brands, which is super impressive, considering how tough, uh, and we've talked about this, how tough the media industry is today. What do you mainly attribute that growth to? Um, is it the flat structure and the kind of project, um, project-based approach? Um, uh, or, or is it something specific that you guys, without revealing too much secret sauce, or is it something specific yeah. that you guys yeah. do when it comes to growth? Yeah, the, the, I think the structure is one thing, the culture is one thing. The second thing is another culture we have here. I don't think we have a very like secret source here, um, to be very honest. Um, the way that, yeah, how the structure is one thing, then I think is how to actually optimize it and how to operate it. And, and one philosophy and one thing we have in Newsbreak is that uh, we don't believe in secret source. We don't believe there's something that other people haven't tried, but we believe in the operational efficiency or excellence, right? For example, growth or the connection between growth and content, um, growth uh, versus monetizations. I think it's about this like kind of fry view and the, the connection between different um Different, different focuses, how to actually optimize it to the very extreme level. So that means a lot of like um, uh, very data-oriented uh, optimization, a lot of like content-oriented optimization. Sometimes we make um, some of the bold, like kind of subjective, but bold um, bet on certain like areas or t- uh, product. Also, I think one thing we... I think we gain a lot of uh, success and see a lot of growth is uh, how fast we can react to the market change, right? Um, that's one thing Startup has a very, um, especially Newsbreak has a very unique and, and big advantage is like we are very, like basically, for example, the pandemic happened in early uh, March this year in the United States. It actually took us about less than 24 hours to put up our um, I think is pop, if not really the first one, one of the first company put up um, um, the 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 coronavirus uh, tap, and actually with all the stats and related news and local news things around me within less than twenty four hours, uh, well, so it's something very working well here is, and of course we tie that product and tie that content back to the growth, um, okay. tactics and strategies that in our day to day practice. That's that's another thing I'm very proud of about our team to how to actually make very quick but also very targeted um actions to to drive and of course at that time work really really well you get a lot of user that have never heard about us before have never heard about newsbreak before but because of the big events the big news cycle um and they find the newsbreak the, the effort on the on not only the coronavirus tab but like coronavirus and the pandemic is actually very tied to local which is our core mm-hmm. company and they find it okay i maybe i was attracted by your coronavirus like statistics, um, but when they download our app and then they find oh this is Newsbreak actually offers something that I never 
used before. I never thought about there's actually a local news focus app offering all the all the useful information uh, around me. So that's one thing. It's the core about the company, about the local. Everything we are doing is about local. So so on one side we do the news kind of like going deep and going like very uh, vertically deep onto the news content. But on the other side, we're also horizontally expanding to uh, other type of content. Like um, like coronavirus is one perfect example. Recently, I think there's a lot of a political, you know, debate right. and protests happening in in the United States. Like, we act also very quickly on that too. And that's around local, right? People care about that. And that's also driving our winning strategy here. So come for the corona, stay for the local news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what what does the um, you've talked about audience development um, and and growing a loyal understanding and identifying who are loyal users and, and growing that uh, audience. What does the right user look like for Newsbreak? Um, do you have an ideal customer profile, or are you going after a mass audience? Um, first of all, we, we truly believe local news is for everyone, right? Um, cause yeah, I think there are some certain steps in terms of early adopters, like later adopters, but yeah, news is for everyone, especially local news. Uh, our philosophy is, um, you know, everyone wants to essentially some, some people will say, Hey, I don't care local news. They would I, it's just through our user started. Some people will say that. But that to us is more like a hidden interest because a lot of people, to some extent, even they care like national news, entertainment news, lifestyle news a lot. Um, we believe everyone have the interest about to know what's going on around him or her right, in the daily life because everyone lives locally, whether you are a celebrity, big guy, big people, or you are just ordinary person. You still live in an environment that you need to deal with your local communities, right? Um, so yeah, I, I don't think we have a very perfect profile saying that, oh, this is my target audience. This is not my target audience. I think everyone should be. Um, and, but of course, as I said, um, there, there's some, some sort of like early adopters of local news. Some people are very aware that they like local news. They want to consume local news every time they wake up in the morning. Um, so, uh, and some people would be just a bit like, uh, hesitant and they need some education. They need to, see the product they actually need to use it for a while to realize that they actually find the local news useful for, for their daily life right um so for, for that uh that's like we have a different tactics and sort of like targeting uh you know for different phases of the audience like maybe we identify some some audience that with some characteristics they are probably more likely to be the early adopters and some user could be uh, bucketed as like we need more like longer term, uh, reaching out to them, build the awareness, but also build this sort of like let them understand our products, positioning, what what things that we are offering, and we probably need to reach out to them from multiple touch points, multiple times to actually not only just to get them download the app, but also become an actual user of our app. So those are the target uh, tactics that we are using. Um, and, and another thing, another angle we actually um, evaluate and do it is local versus national news. Uh, it's relatively less digitized, right? A lot of local yeah. audience, um, like national news, people go to all the platforms, CNN, Fox, get the national news. It's very crowded, right? Local news, 
in the past, people do what? People go to like buy local newspapers, right? People um, yeah. watch local TV station. Uh, and then I uh, jokingly saying that not actually not a joke, but, but a lot of people still go to church to get the news, what's going on around the neighborhood, right? So that's a part, um, the longer term, uh, our targeting is really targeting those real people and people maybe today not using a digital way to find and consume local news, but long term convert them in to, and help them build the local digital news uh, consumption pattern like that habit so that's that's our uh the, the, the audience profile we are talking about and and let's talk about um channels uh we talked a little bit about targeting how what are the most lucrative or um i mean i guess you could look at this from either scale or quality uh, but what are the best user acquisition channels for news apps um and and have you seen that change uh, over the course of your career, um, do you? I mean, we've talked about platforms, obviously, and building audiences on Facebook, and the fact that that can be quite risky. Um, but what about um, as the, as the industry has evolved and, and other channels have come out? What have you seen to be to work really well? Sure, I think the channel always like change all the time, right? Um, in my last like ten years, I've seen up and down many many times. Uh, Facebook is sometime uh, went up very high and then later they pull back a bit, not a bit, but actually pretty significantly because of all the reasons and Google become the number one source of traffic for most of the media news companies, right? Um, I think when, when you say like the, the most lucrative user acquisition channel, I think eventually it comes down to the objective or the, or the, or the key metrics, right? I think it's, of course, is the, the price, right? The cost of it, whether it's actual like paid acquisition costs or more like uh, your internal costs, how many how many people you got the staff to actually do it. Let's say you you are paying, you're actually posting content organically on Facebook, even though you don't actually pay that, right? Sometimes like a lot, but you actually need to staff a pretty decent size of team to do uh, social editing and that's also cost, right? So um, cost is one thing. Uh, I think very important is the scale, right? Um, I think some of the channels that even the cost is low, but it's very hard to scale up. And that's also another key things that I, I believe all the other people with in, in this role or in similar roles would consider. Uh, the third is, of course, the quality, right? Some of the channels that, um, you know, it's, it's even the, the cost is these really good, very scalable, but eventually coming down to like the quality of the audience system, the retention rate is low, or they don't, the monetization rate is low. So those are like the quality consideration. Um, in my last like 10 years, my observation, of course, Facebook is still probably the largest one, I have to say, right? Um, um, I, I, I do believe a lot of like performance marketers, like growth teams, audience development team are still heavily using Facebook. Um, I think it's, of course, because of the scale that they have, it's still like one, I think it's still the largest one have, like, especially for news. Right, Facebook is an engagement platform. Although they make some strategic move, like to stay away from like news a bit, I think still a lot mm -hmm. of users Facebook to find news. Um, that's one thing. Yeah. Um, you have to admit that. So still one of the largest one. Um, um, uh, but but I think things have changed a lot. Right, it's really about like for example the content format, the actual like targeting tactics. How do you actually set your campaigns? Uh, how to do targeting, how to bid it on the on the pricing. Things have changing all the time. And then I remember maybe five years ago when I asked my team to run the first like paying campaign on Facebook, 
Um, it, it's very different from the tactics that today we are running. It's like all, all the tactics, all, all the settings and all the like targeting and, and bidding strategy are different. Uh, but back to news, I think one thing it's, um, if, if you ask me about the actual like in the like, um, channel versus like, uh, uh, user segment mapping, I guess that's the question, right? What, what channel are driving what type of user segment? I think for news is a very, um, you know, it's more comes down to the consumer uh, journey. How actually consumer discover the news and consume the news and react to the news, right? And let me give you an example. Um, I think there's actually a trend going on right now for the last few years. Uh, Facebook, for example, is an engagement platform. Um, and, and a lot of people actually go to Facebook for, discover, for discovering the news at the beginning, like when they wake up, um, because they, 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 there's so many news out there. So... They, a lot of people choose to, oh, I, I don't have time to consume all the news. I, it's so overwhelming. I will only see news that are shared or referred by my friends and family through social platform. So they would like go go as a Facebook to to find that. So Facebook, yeah, it's more like a news discovery acquisition channel for a lot of news players. Though so they would put a lot of you know acquisition effort on Facebook to sort of fight for that early morning window to to get people to see their like content at the first time and then and that would actually translate it into not only the pay but also how to do the earned uh marketing right because because people tend to trust uh the news stories that are shared by their friends and family instead of directly from the news outlets right but then I think the second step on the news journey is that a lot of people, especially those like target audience segments, like call like we call it news junkie. Like people actually spend a lot of some some people spend a lot of time on reading news and digesting the news and go very deep and then read it article by article. When they finish one, reading one article, they will actually would like to see a related article about that. Those we call it news mm-hmm. junkie, right? Um, and those are usually a very high value uh, news user for for news company. And, and a lot of time they will find out they don't necessarily stay on Facebook for that. After they find out, oh, there's some breaking news and big news happening, some, some big event happening, they will actually go to Google and search for those uh, related story, the full, full kind of like full coverage of it. And then Google become a pretty good channel for more like a, a deep engaging, like kind of like engaging with those new junkie. And that's another like, very typical uh, funnel of, of a news audience. Uh, like YouTube is another thing, right? It's it's by definition, it's not primary. It's a news platform. People don't usually don't go to YouTube for just for news, right? They go to it for entertainment, for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's so prevalent. It's so big, and 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 it's very powerful place to, and the experiences are also very good. So people actually sometimes. Not sometimes, a lot of time they would they would deeply like engage with um, those like videos in the video format, the news stories, the more like a deep dive of news events on YouTube. So yeah, yeah, that's another example. Like YouTube become also an important channel for many news company to 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 get those like truly engaged audience and with the new preference because there's also another trend going on is a lot of user they tend to don't have the patience or the time to read the text. They actually want to just read the video and YouTube become a good channel for that. Um, so those are like some, some, some examples. Um, um, and third, I think the last one is one thing I want to mention is like um, the partnership with like 
players like like Aaron Source or other like like kind of like carriers. OEM is also very very important for、uh, news company because、um, let me say that like a lot of users they some user will choose I I only go to CNN or I only go to Fox or I only go to like、uh, Yahoo or USA Today because of their like. Preference because of the political views, or they just weren't certain type of、uh, content、uh, from certain type of channel. But but there's also a big chunk of users they they want more like an aggregation and curation of all the news, right? They actually want one single place to get all the news stories from different sources, from different point of view, from different different outlets, and they want a daily habit. They they just want okay, I open my mobile phone, I have a place. That I can very conveniently, I can open the app, I get everything I need, right? So for that,、um, it's it's a more like a convenient channel play for for news company, and and that's why Apple News gain a lot of market share because they're like pre-installing it Apple News on on iOS, and that's sort of not fair to be honest.、Uh, my point is、um, the maybe people call it like the、uh, the pre-installation or more like the, the, the more like a partnership where the consumer touch point and the mobile phone. It's also very critical、um, channel for news player because news player can capture the audience who actually have a very heavy daily habit on news consumption、uh, using that、uh, channel.、Mm. People like my husband, who is、yeah. exactly that person that spends a lot of time going article by article and then searching for related articles, especially in Corona time. Yeah.、Um, so. You,、uh, you guys. We we've said that you guys are number one on the app stores now. Now that you're at the top,、um, what's the marketing strategy moving forward? Is it about being defensible?、Uh, is it about continuing to scale? Where do you guys go from here? Definitely, very very going attack right. So I think we are going all in in、uh, growing our user. We are number one, but we are not just happy about like being number one on the news. Right, we actually want to.、Um, Our vision is to become the、uh, default destination for everything about local. So we're actually going a bit beyond just news, right? Traditional definition of news. We actually want to provide、uh, a default destination for for people who care about local. People want to know everything about local. So so newsbreak basically our vision is everything about local. So it's it's all the other type of content, information, transaction. For us, the marketing strategy is、uh, we've been pretty. Successful in in driving、uh, is particularly in performance marketing, driving a lot of new users.、Um, one thing is we actually would like to go deeper and invest more in brand marketing because、um, we do believe there's a there's a more like a seamless or a a a, a, a positive like kind of a, a, how to call it the the support between the like more the connection between the brand marketing versus like the performance marketing. Um, uh, we got to build a brand, and、uh, using the brand to reach out to audiences that is very hard to reach out to、uh, through performance marketing method.、Um, um, and even some of the users, we can still reach out to them, but、uh, there's a certain type of user they they never or very very rare they will actually、uh, be be converted、uh, by performance marketing method. So we actually would like to build up that、uh, multi-channel strategy to reach out to,、uh, especially for local audiences.、Um, so. Especially as I said, local is a bit less digitized, so people still like go to traditional places、um, to 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 consume to find the news and talk about things they would like to talk. So we would like to build up more local presence using brand marketing and using some new marketing techniques and 
combining the traditional marketing versus the new like technology uh, and marketing to drive the audience growth. And we have a very ambitious goal to drive the local penetration from the current level to do to like three to four X uh, from now using that approach. So overall, I think the marketing strategy is building the, the full life cycle of uh, the awareness first. And then we do a lot of acquisition through performance marketing. But then it's very important. It's more like the retention and the loyalty, right? How to actually continue to mm. remind people and, and get people to use Newsbreak and, and, and reactivating them and eventually uh, uh, drive them to go down the funnel to become our loyal user. Those are our like, core like, philosophy about marketing. Mm-hmm. And, and as a last question, um, what's the most out-of-the-box marketing you've ever done was seen done. I haven't done very out of box, but I've seen um, some <laughs> very out of box like tactics and strategy. It's like I feel like uh, we marketing is so advanced right now. They're very like uh, good marketing campaign, but I've seen some mm, not necessarily from the news industry, but like some of the product industry, like just regular product. Sometimes a sophisticated marketing message and a sophisticated like marketing campaign. I've seen people doing very straightforward marketing tech is say hey this product is good this 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 app is good this is like very simple message and very just like maybe going to the local area and just tell people don't look look around this is the news this is the news app this is like for, this is going to meet your needs and try it try it and and, and very like straightforward marketing message sometimes it's actually powerful i grew up in other country i've seen like in, in my home country i've seen like some of the very expensive like tv ads like put them on the major major I think the the campaign are very simple. They're not like as sophisticated as that I've seen um, in many other TV commercials. It's more like just tell people this is exactly what you need. One, two, three, and that's it. Uh, I feel I find it pretty fascinating. It's out of box. Yeah, yeah. So in in a way, in an over sophisticated world, being out of the box is actually just just being simple about it and not over sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, perfect. Uh, thank you very much, Vincent. It's been a really interesting episode. How are we going to save the news industry with a sharing economy? You heard it here first. Um, and thank you, everyone, as always, for listening. Thank you. Thank you very much.